Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, So on today's episode, I'm going to be continuing what I talked about in the last one. Um, I talked about, you know, speaking in tongues and I talked about, um, you know, towards the end about the, the power of praying in tongues to really as the gateway into the gifts of the spirit. And, you know, I've just been studying more, you know, going back through a lot of notes that I have on the gifts of the spirit. And so I wanted to do um, a podcast on the three revelatory gifts. And so, you know, if, you, if you've studied this, you know, there's nine gifts of the spirit and they're broken into three different categories. So there's three power gifts. There's three vocal gifts. And there's three revelatory gifts. And so on this podcast, I'm going to kind of go through the three that are um, have to do with revelation. And so um, I'm mainly going to talk about the word of wisdom. And I actually already have a podcast on the word of wisdom, but I'm hoping to go into a little bit more detail with some things that the Lord has really shown me about that gift specifically um, that I that I pray that will really, you know, minister to you and become and become a reality in your life. And um, also, you know, I'll, I'll just touch on the other two revelatory gifts as well. And so just to kind of start off, what I was saying in the last podcast, you know, was basically I was talking about how when you're speaking in tongues and you're stirring up all these things in the spirit, that really uh, you're speaking mysteries in the spirit, right? And so one thing I want to start off by saying about the revelatory gifts is understand that these gifts, you know, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the discerning of spirits, it's not, it's not, don't think of it as something that's out here that God's going to give to you, something that you need to give get that's like out in the atmosphere somewhere or in the heavens somewhere that God's going to give you something from up above. I want you to think of it as the revelatory gifts is something that you already carry on the inside of you. Because the Bible says that when you were born again, your spirit your um, human spirit was joined with the spirit of God. And the Bible says that the spirit of God is constantly searching out the deep things of God, the bottomless things of God. So understand that the revelatory gifts, it's not something that you receive from out here or something from up in the heavens that comes down and it, it hits you and all of a sudden you know something. The revelatory gifts are all, they all come from within. It all comes up from within your belly. So don't think of it as coming down to you from heaven. Think of it as everything that comes, it's coming up from out of your belly, out of your innermost being, the place where the spirit of God resides. So all these things, you know, and it's crazy. We don't, I don't think we fully realize we carry so much in our spirit, you know, but, but until you stir it up, obviously it doesn't necessarily touch your mind. You may not know a lot of the things, but that's why even in your spirit, you may feel, you know, I've talked about this on my podcast before, divine leading. You may feel a pull one way or the other, um, a leading to do a certain thing, and you may not know why. You may not know why, because the, but the things in your spirit maybe have not touched your mind, but your spirit knows things that your mind doesn't know. So that's just the first thing I want to say. When you think of the revelatory gifts, I want you to understand that it's coming up from out of your spirit. It's not coming from out here somewhere. God is, don't think of God necessarily as up in the heaven somewhere, which he is. God is in heaven, but God is in you. God's on the inside of you. He dwells in your innermost being. So you already carry lots of deep revelation. And really what what, what I'm going to be talking about, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says that, that, um, 
counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding draws it out. So you already carry the purposes and the counsels of God in your, in your spirit. And really the gifts of the spirit, the revelatory gifts of the spirit is just drawing out, drawing out fragments of the wisdom and knowledge of God that you need at that given moment. Because if you knew everything and Dr. Rodney Howard Brown talks about this, if you knew everything, your mind would explode. So God is not going to show you all kinds of stuff. He's, he, you don't need to know everything. Understand that about the, the revelatory gifts. Understand that you don't need to know everything, but what you need to know at the time you need to know it, the Holy Spirit will show you. If there's something that, that God wants to reveal to you, then he can, but God is not going to show you everything, right? But understand that, you know, in your spirit, you carry everything that you need, right? And we can tap into that. We can draw, um, like I said, a man of understanding draws things out from, from his spirit. And so I want to just start by breaking them down. So the three revelatory gifts are firstly, the word of wisdom, which that's the main one I'm going to be talking about. Um, and the other two are the discerning of spirits and the word of knowledge. And so I'll start just by touching on the discerning of spirits. And so understand that this is not the gift of discernment. This is not um, a gift of discerning things. It's the discerning of spirits the discerning of spirits. And so that includes angelic spirits, demonic spirits, human spirits, and the spirit of God, right? So you will, you, you know, so it's discerning or being able to see into the spirit realm. And, and, you know, it's, it's, I think a lot of people, it tends to have an emphasis on being able to discern demonic spirits, but it, it also has to do with being able to discern a, uh, someone's human spirit, whether someone has good intentions and being able to discern, you know, angelic spirit, angelic spirits. And, um, you know, this is something that's so important and, and it really, it keeps you because, you know, the Bible says that the, the devil disguises as an angel of light, right? So, so people, this, this will help you. This gift will help you to sidestep the schemes of the enemy that come to deceive, right? Because the enemy, he can really only come and deceive you right? Because the devil's been stripped of all his power, but what he tries to do is to deceive people, to trick them, right? But when you have the discerning of spirits, you're able to see clearly into the spiritual realm. And so, you know, obviously many, a lot of uh, ministers that have, have a very strong gift of healing, they may also carry, you know, this gift pretty strongly because with the discerning of spirits, you know, you may be able to discern um, if someone has a, a, a spirit of infirmity. We know if a person has, has cancer, it may be a direct demon oppression. And, and by the discerning of spirits, you can discern that. And then more properly, you know how to pray. You know, you may have to cast it out before you pray for healing because really it's a spirit that has to be dealt with. Right. And you would be able to also discern, you know, um, if, if someone is coming into your life to deceive you or to, to ruin, if you're, if you're in, called into the ministry, you know, someone may come into your life to destroy your ministry. But if you have the gifts of the discerning of spirits, you'll be able to discern that, that person's spirit, that they don't have true intentions. They, they, they have bad intentions. And so, you know, an example of that would be that um, Ananias and Sapphira, right? That, that Peter was able to discern a lying spirit on Ananias, that he tried to lie to the Holy Ghost. But because he was able to discern that, 
right? He called it out and Ananias ended up dying for, for his sin. And, and so understand that the discerning of spirits is to help the body of Christ to be protected from, from lying spirits, from deceptive spirits, and to be able to discern, to discern good things, to be able to discern the move of God, to be able to discern how the presence of God is moving in, in a meeting, in a service or whatever. Um, and so, you know, so that's the gift of the discerning of spirits. And then you've also got the, the gift of the word of knowledge. And so the word of knowledge, understand that this is not, this is not a natural gift. All these gifts, they're not natural gifts. These are supernatural gifts. So this is not talking about, um, a gift of natural knowledge or being that you're super good at learning, uh, certain subjects. The, the word of knowledge is a fragment of God's knowledge that is divinely imparted to you by the spirit of God. It's something that you wouldn't be able to know by your five senses. It's something that, that by the, in the natural, you would not be able to know, but, but the spirit of God reveals it to you. And so understand that the word of knowledge has to do with the present or the past. It's a fact. So if, if something is knowledge, it's a fact. It's already, it, it, it's, um, it's already taken place or it's presently existing. So it touches, the word of knowledge touches those two realms, the past and, and the present, that you would be able to know something supernaturally that you don't know by your five senses, right? And so an example of that would be Jesus with the woman uh, at the well. He, he had the word of knowledge that she had had five husbands and the man that she was with now was not even her husband, right? So that was a, a word of knowledge, something that he wouldn't have known naturally, right? But by the spirit of God, he was able to know that, right? And so, so obviously, if you give someone a, a word of knowledge, right, it's going to give them faith that God, God sees what I'm going through. God knows exactly where I'm at, right? And so really, a lot of times that breaks open people, you know, to have, to have faith to receive their miracle. And so that's why you'll see a lot of ministers, sometimes before they minister healing, before they minister the working of miracles, they may give a word of knowledge about what's going on, right? Because it, it imparts faith. It imparts faith to that person that, hey, God sees what you're going through. God knows, you know? Um, and so so that's the word of knowledge, which touches the past and the present. So, and this is the last revelatory gift is the word of wisdom. And so this is the one I really want to um, talk about. Um, you know, and there's a lot of, I feel that there is a lot of confusion about this gift when it comes to um, its relation with the gift of prophecy. And so I want to just start by explaining the difference here. So word of the word of wisdom is similar to the word of knowledge. It's it's a revelation, but it's not of the past or the present. It's of something of the future. It's something of the future. And so Lester Summerall, he gives the definition. He says that it's a supernatural revelation of the divine purposes of God, but it has to do with what is unborn or what is of the future. So it's something, it's a purpose of God that has not yet been carried out. It's a, it's of the future. It's something that has not yet been, um, it, it has not yet been manifested, right? And so a lot of people think that that is prophecy. They think that when someone prophesies, it, it's always has to do with the future and understand that it can. Sometimes, sometimes a prophet may prophesy and it may contain the word of wisdom, right? And it may contain something that has to do with the future, but understand that the gift of prophecy by itself has no revelation attached to it. The gift of prophecy is a vocal gift. It's a bubbling forth that comes to exhort 
to edify and to comfort. That's what um, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14. The gift of prophecy is a vocal gift that comes to exhort, to edify, and to comfort. So it could just be something like, it could. you could begin to prophesy a scripture. You could begin to prophesy something like, you know, God is with you, like um, that Christ has redeemed you. You know, it could just be something um, um, just general, just a word from the Lord that's gonna build you up, that's gonna encourage you and comfort you, right? So, so the prophecy in general doesn't have to have anything to do with um, a revelation, um, including a word of knowledge or the word of wisdom. However, it can, it can include that. But, but understand that the word of wisdom um, does not have to be vocalized. And I'm going to get into some examples of this, but the word of wisdom can come to you in the form of a vision, in the form of a dream, in the form of just an inward knowing. It can come to you, uh, the Holy Spirit can speak to you. It may come as an audible voice uh, that you may hear from the Lord, but it may not be anything that you that you vocalize in the moment that you receive it. It may just be um, an inward revelation of something that is of the future, right? And so so understand that the, that the difference between prophecy and the word of wisdom. So many times people, and you know, it talk, we talk about Bible prophecy, Really, Bible prophecy, it's, it's it really, people label it as that, but really it's the word of wisdom, right? All the things in the Bible that, um, that tell the future about the things that are going to take place in the last days, the things that are going to come to pass before Jesus returns, the things that are going to come to pass in the millennial reign of Christ, all those things of the future, that is the word of wisdom. That is the the word of wisdom. And so understand that the word of, there's a ton of the word of wisdom in the Bible. Some of it has already come to pass. Some of it is still yet to come to pass. And understand that any word of wisdom that is in the Bible is um, unconditional, meaning that it will come to pass no matter what, that it is, it is the word of wisdom recorded in scripture is, is by the sovereignty of God and it shall come to pass that there's nothing you can do to hinder it. There's nothing you can do to stop it one way or the other. It's going to come to pass, right? All these things about the, the rapture of the church, the millennial reign of Christ, um, um, you know, all these things of the end times, those things are unconditional and they are the word, the unconditional word of wisdom, that those things are the per- the future purpose of God that will come to pass. Um, But there's something else called the conditional word of wisdom, probably something that is, uh, you know, more, more rare, I guess you could say the conditional word of wisdom. And so an example of this would be in the Bible. I think it's in, it's in first or second Kings, um, the story of Hezekiah. And so if you've read that story, you know, um, Hezekiah was, was, uh, very ill. He was sick. And, um, Isaiah, the prophet came to Hezekiah, the King and told him a word of wisdom. He gave him a word of wisdom from the Lord. And Isaiah told him, um, that this sickness will end in death. Get your affairs in order for you will surely die. And so, so that was a word of wisdom. It was something that, uh, was of the future had not yet taken place. And Isaiah was coming to warn King Hezekiah, get your affairs in order for you will, this sickness will end in death. But Hezekiah, Hezekiah, when Isaiah gave him that word, he decided to cry out to the Lord. And he, the Bible says that he prayed to the Lord and he said, Lord, how can I praise you? You know, if I'm dead and he, he cried out to the Lord for it, for his healing. And then the Lord spoke to Isaiah, the prophet and told Isaiah, go back and tell him I've extended his life by 15 years. And so what was that? That was, so his original word was a conditional word of wisdom. 
right? And Hezekiah's prayer actually altered the course of his life. It actually altered that word of wisdom to the point where Isaiah turned back around and gave him a different word and said, the Lord has extended your life by 15 years, right? And so so understand that sometimes the word of wisdom, God may give you a word of wisdom about your future through a minister or maybe just to you personally, he may give it to you, but understand that you still have free will, right? So, so if someone decides to, you know, uh, either reject the call of God or, or, you know, stop serving the Lord or, or, you know, people have free will. So sometimes the word of wisdom can be conditional. So understand, and this is important to understand because if you receive a word of wisdom, maybe, you know, maybe a minister calls you out in a meeting and they give you a, a, a word of wisdom about your future, understand that it's up to us. We take that word, we believe it, we cling onto it and we line ourselves up with it, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, I can just sit back and do absolutely nothing and this word is gonna come to pass in my life. So understand that we receive the word of wisdom and we can cooperate with that word and it will come to pass, right? And so, you know, but when it comes to, so I wanna kind of talk about here, when it comes to you personally, you can receive the word of wisdom for your own life. And so, yes, the gifts are, you know, the gifts of the spirit. And some people teach it more that the gifts of the spirit are really only for um, edifying, you know, the body of Christ and other people. But understand that a lot of times the Lord is going to have you operate in the gifts first in your own personal life, because when you operate in the gifts for yourself, the Lord can teach you the ins and outs of those gifts. And I know for me personally, I feel like, you know, I really have learned this gift by the Lord just just using, I've never really had a um, whole lot of words of wisdom for other people, but the Lord has given me some for my own life, some for other people, but some for my own life. And it really has been able to teach me the ins and outs of the gift, right? And so the Lord wants you to know, you know, there's, there's times where the Lord is going to show you things in your future and it's for your benefit. It's to keep you on track. It's to put a faith on the inside of you that you can have a vision of where God's taking you. Right. And it's going to cause you that when difficult things come, when trials come, when temptations come, it's going to put something on the inside of you to overcome, to not quit, to persevere. And so really, you know, and I think I talked about this in the last podcast I did on the word of wisdom, the apostle Paul, um, you know, he received the word of wisdom when he was shipwrecked. You know, he was going through so much uh, stuff and you can read about it in Acts 28. He was shipwrecked. You know, all this stuff was going wrong and coming against him. So much attack was coming against him, but an angel of the Lord appeared to him and gave him a word of wisdom that he was to testify in Rome. And because he, he knew that, that fragment of wisdom of the future, it put something on the inside of him to not quit and to continue to, to persevere, right? And so, so the word of wisdom, when it, when it comes to you, it, it can cause you to, to be built up in faith and to overcome, you know, whatever you're going through. And so that's why God, God wants us to operate in this gift. So one thing the Lord has showed me about the word of wisdom, most of the time when you receive the word of wisdom or a knowing about your future, there's a reason for it. Right, Because like I said in the beginning, God doesn't need to show you everything and he's not going to show you everything because he wants you to trust him and we can't handle knowing everything, right? So a lot of times the word of wisdom is only gonna come to you when it's provoked by something. And I'm going to share some examples of that, but but understand that there's there's a lot of times things are, that are going to provoke 
the need for you to have the word of wisdom. So just like I said with Paul, you know, I believe that Paul being shipwrecked and because he was going through so much, it provoked that word of wisdom, that word of wisdom to come to him so that he, he knew, Hey, this is not the end. Keep persevering because God still has a plan for you to testify in Rome because he knew that that was the future purposes and plans of God for his life. But because he knew that he knew, Hey, my race is not over yet. I'm going to persevere and I'm going to get through this, right? And, the, and God has called me to testify in Rome. And so understand that it was, it was provoked, you know, and so that, that word of wisdom carried him. And so I want to read this scripture in Proverbs 19, Proverbs 19. And obviously the book of Proverbs is all about wisdom, right? And so I remember, you know, a couple years ago when the Lord was really teaching me about this gift, you know, that he, he had prompted me to really study the book of Proverbs because that's the, the book all about wisdom. So talking about the word of wisdom, it, it's a, you know, and the word of wisdom is a fragment. A word is a fragment of a whole sentence, right? So like I said, you're not going to get the whole sentence necessarily, but God is going to show you a fragment of his wisdom or his purposes. He's going to give you a fragment of insight into the future, his future purposes right that that have not yet been unveiled but he's going to unveil them to you and so proverbs 19 20 verse uh proverbs 19 verses 20 through 21 it says listen to counsel or that word counsel is also in uh translated purpose listen to god's purpose and receive instruction that you may be wise in your future days to come So he's speaking about the future, listening to the purposes of God so that you can be wise in the future. And then it says many plans are in a man's mind, right? So in a man's mind, sense knowledge, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and arise. And so there's many things, there's many plans that are in a man's mind, right? So your mind is what you would know by your five senses in the natural. So you may have many plans in your mind, but it is the Lord's purpose or the word of wisdom that will arise. And so arise, what does that mean? He's talking about rising up from within your spirit. So the purposes of God are within your spirit, but the word of wisdom, like I said in the beginning, it's not coming down from the heavenly realms. It's actually rising up from within your spirit. So he says, many are the plans in a man's mind, but the Lord's purpose for him will stand up or will arise. That word is translated, you know, either one of those ways. It can be translated prevail, rise up, or to stand up. So that's when you may be at a crossroads in your life and you may not know what to do. And all of a sudden you have all these plans in your mind. Your mind may be thinking, you know, 10 different things, but all of a sudden by the spirit of God, the word of wisdom will rise up and the Lord will reveal to you something of your future. And like I said, it may come in the form of a vision. It may come in the form of a dream. It may come in the form of, of, of the voice of the Lord. Lord, just speaking to you internally. Um, and so, so like I said, that, that it comes so that you may be wise in your future days, right? And so this is the counsel of the Lord that's within you that's going to stand and arise. And so Proverbs 20 verse 5 says, uh, and I think I mentioned the scripture in the beginning, it says counsel, that same word, it's all the same word, counsel and purpose, like I read in uh, Proverbs 19. So this is all the same word here. Uh, Proverbs 20 verse five counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. So 
the wisdom of God is like deep waters on the inside of you. But by the spirit of God and the revelation gifts, you can draw them out. You can draw them out when it's needed at the time that it's needed. Right. And so I want to give an example. You know, one of the times um, that I received the word of wisdom um, not actually for myself, for someone else was, was, um, some, and some of you may know my best friend, Courtney, my best friend, Courtney, a couple years ago, you know, um, she had a guy ask her on a date. And so again, th- let me just preface this by saying the word of wisdom is great for knowing who God has for you to marry. It may be necessary. It can save you a lot of heartache. And so, um, she, my friend Courtney, she was about to go on a date with this guy and I, um, I was encouraging it. I was like all excited about it. I was like, this is going to be great. This could be it, you know, for her. And I was all excited for her and just, you know, amping it up. Praise God. Um, and so all of a sudden though, Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. (laughs) Because all of a sudden the Lord like rebuked me and I just, I felt in my spirit, don't let her go on a date with this guy. Don't let her go on a date with this guy. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it hit me in my spirit who her husband was, that it was this other guy at our church. And, um, you know, we were friends with him, but we had never thought of it that way, you know? So this was not something that I would have known right by the natural mind, but all of a sudden, this is how the word of wisdom is. It comes to you like all of a sudden, the way that you know the sky is blue is the way that I knew that this other guy at our church was her husband. So, so, and that's why the Lord, and so the reason that the Lord showed me that, and, and the Lord also showed her, so she received the same word of wisdom that I received on the same day. The Lord spoke to her who her husband was, why? To, to, to protect her and safeguard her from going on a date with the wrong person that she was about to go on a date with. And so when the word of wisdom hits you, it's like you all of a sudden know something, like you know the sky is blue. It's like all of a sudden you know that you know that you know something that you didn't know before. And there's no way that you knew it and you know it other than by the spirit of God. And so when it hit me, it's like, it it was just, it can't, and it's so crazy. That's how you know it's the Lord. It just comes from out of nowhere. It's like, there's no way that you would have known that. And so I remember, you know, I had brought it up to her and she had actually received the same word of wisdom from the Lord that, that, that other guy was her husband. Right. And so I'm telling this testimony because they're married today. So obviously is the Lord, right? Because uh, that's one way, you know, that you've received the word of wisdom is when it comes to pass. Right. And so, so she received the word of wisdom and obviously, you know, it ended up, she didn't go on a date with the other guys. She ended up now she's married. She's married to the right guy, the, the guy that the Lord had for her. And so understand that these gifts that I, well, firstly, firstly, understand that it was provoked. It was provoked, right? Because not every, you don't always hear the word of wisdom in those situations. Maybe, you know, just because some people hear a word of wisdom about who they're going to marry doesn't mean that you necessarily will. Because the first and foremost way that God is going to lead you is through the inward witness, right? But if there's some reason or something that's going to provoke, there are things that can happen that can provoke the gifts to operate to as a safeguard to you. And that's why it's so precious to operate in the gifts of the spirit. And so, because really, I, I don't believe that may, maybe she, maybe we wouldn't have received the word of wisdom had she not been about to go on a date with someone else. 
right? And so these things are, are provoked, but understand when you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit that he will reveal things to you supernaturally for your benefit, to protect you, to, to save you, to save you time, to save you effort, to save you getting your heart broken or whatever. And so understand that as you begin to even stir up these things in the spirit and you understand, man, the Lord knows the, the things of the future. He knows your future better than you know your past. He knows all things and understand that that spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit that knows all the thoughts of God, the spirit that knows every detail of your future, that spirit lives on the inside of you. And you better believe that when you get hungry and you get thirsty and you begin to cultivate a desire to, to walk in the gifts of the spirit, you better believe that those, those revelatory gifts will begin to operate in your life, not only for you personally, but for the people around you. And it will be for their benefit and it will be for the glory of God. And so I just want to encourage you more than ever to stir up your desire to walk in these revelatory gifts, to walk in the discerning of spirits, to walk in the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom, because I'm telling you, there's so much that God has for his people and he's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to, to no longer be ignorant. And to also to, to covet earnestly, covet earnestly, covet earnestly the best gifts. And what are the best gifts? The best gift is the gift that you need at that time. And so, you know, for, for, for my friend Courtney, this, this testimony I'm sharing, the gift that she needed is not, is not the discerning of spirits at that moment. What, she, what we needed was the word of wisdom. So that was the best gift for that situation. So understand that as you begin to covet earnestly, you're going to have the gifts begin to operate. And like I talked about, you know, if you didn't go listen to my podcast on uh, praying in tongues, the last one I did, I encourage you to go listen to it because it all starts with stirring, stirring up the spirit of God on the inside of you by praying in another tongues by sensitizing, sensitizing your spirit and really as you stir those things up, your spirit is going to begin to pass all kinds of things to your mind and to your body. You're going to begin to operate in these gifts more proficiently than ever. And I believe that God is raising up a, a, a remnant of people, a group of young people that are going to begin to walk in the power of God, that are going to begin to flow in the gifts of the spirit. Why? To show our generation that there is a living God, that our God is not dead, that we serve the living God, a God of power, right? A God that cares about every single detail of your life, a God that desires for you to prosper. And really, the, the, a big part of your prosperity and your profiting is to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Right. And so that's why, you know, that's why I'm talking about this, because you can't walk in the things that you don't know about. And so I just pray that this puts a fresh hunger on the inside of you to operate in these revelatory gifts of the spirit. And I believe as you begin to stir yourself up, as you begin to stir yourself up, I pray that God gives you more revelation than you, than you ever dreamt possible. And it's all for his honor. It's all for his glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.